You're listening to Sacred by Design, and I'm your host, Andrea. If you're struggling to connect your struggle to God, settle in. We believe Jesus knows your sexual brokenness and is inviting you to wholeness. Are you ready? Here's your invitation this week. Tired. I bet you're tired. I hear it a lot these days. I'm exhausted. I wish I could take a nap. We're going to use this time for refreshment. In this episode, I've got a story, a practice, and an invitation just for you. Think of this episode as a rest stop because, girl, you need it. There's a lot to doing this work towards becoming sexually whole. You're meeting with one of us in spiritual coaching, or you're part of a group, or you're tracking your behaviors, or noticing your feelings in new ways, naming your triggers, setting boundaries, you're praying, you're praising, you're journaling, you're waiting on forgiveness, or you're trying to muster up forgiveness. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. And these things that you're doing to reconcile your heart with your mind and your body with Jesus, it's not linear. There's no straight path. Bless us, Lord, this is hard. No wonder you're tired. Hear me when I tell you you are not alone. I hear this all the time. So let's slow down a minute. Let's take some time to catch our breath. Don't worry, you're not losing momentum by slowing down. This is not a race. Let's allow this time to be a fresh encounter with the Lord. Doesn't that sound good? In the book of 1 Kings, we're going to read about Elijah, a model of obedience and focus and endurance when it comes to a relationship with God. And near the end of his assignment, Elijah starts tripping on his own feet and grabbing at whatever he can. In 1 Kings 19, Elijah is running away from Jezebel with good reason, because she's trying to kill him, and Elijah's afraid. He's tired. He's done. He says, I've had enough, Lord. Take my life, for I am no better than my father's. He wanted to die, but he laid down and he took a nap under the broom tree. Let me just interject here that I picked Elijah because hello, Elijah, but because as it says in the book of James, let me remind you, Elijah was a human being as we are. So this passage that we're about to dive into is a powerful illustration of how we try and sometimes we just get tired and sometimes we just need a nap. And God is God, is God and sees us and wants to be part of the journey with us. Okay. So the story continues. Suddenly, an angel touched him. The angel told him, Get up and eat. Then he looked, and there at his head was a loaf of baked bread and a jug of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. He's getting fresh bread and water. That is the sweetest. Okay, then the angel of the Lord returned for a second time and touched him and he said, get up and eat because the journey will be too much for you. So he got up, he ate and he drank. And then on the strength from that food, he walked 40 days 
and forty nights to Horeb, the mountain of God. He entered a cave there and spent the night. Suddenly the word of the Lord came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of armies. Okay, remember, he's tired. He's done. But the Israelites have abandoned your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they're looking for me to take my life. Then he, being God, said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the Lord's presence. At that moment, the Lord passed by. A great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains and was shattering cliffs before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire, there was a voice, a soft whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle, and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave, and suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? Same question. Let's notice what just happened. God is grounding with Elijah. Elijah has been listening to the Lord in obedience, diligence, and he's done. He's so tired. So does the Lord say, well, now you're disqualified. Oh, you couldn't keep up? Okay, you're done. No. And he doesn't say that to you. God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, reveals his heart for Elijah by practicing the art of grounding with him. Do you practice grounding? This technique engages all five of your senses with these prompts. Search for something you can see. Search for something you can touch. Look for something that you can hear. Notice something that you can smell. Search for something you can taste. Back to Elijah. God is asking his faithful servant a question, and Elijah's just too overwhelmed to answer. Does that sound familiar? Okay, so God walks him through some grounding. He sends Elijah a wind he can see, an earthquake he can feel, a fire he can smell, and a whisper he can hear. At the end of the experience, God repeats the question. Notice that the circumstance hasn't changed. So what's different? Elijah answers with the same exact words. But I bet his tone is different. He's grounded. He's more aware. And now he remembers that God is with him. I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I'm the only one left. And they're trying to kill me too. Again. Notice Elijah's answer is not different. It's, it's the same, but now they've taken a breath together. Could you use a breath? God recognizes Elijah's ready to move, and Elijah recognizes he's ready to move. There's a lot of power 
in the here and now, as in where you are, you at this very moment. There's a lot of power in being aware. I love that God uses the gifts he's given us, our senses, to pull us back to our senses. It's more than a realization of the details. Grounding pulls all of you, all of you in the moment that you're in. Take some time to practice grounding. It doesn't take long. If you want to take it to the next level, you can take your shoes off and step out onto the grass or onto your car floor mat or on the sidewalk. Take a breath and begin. What's one thing you can see? Can you describe it? Give it some details. What's one thing you can smell? Is it pleasant or does it make your nose scrunch because it's stinky? What's something you can feel? Is it the smooth chair arm or your hairy legs? What's one thing you can hear? Is it something you hear every day? Does it remind you of work or your home? What's something you can taste? Is it this morning's tea or your old gum? Here you are. Good job. God values every bit of you and is inviting you into the good and the hard and the scary and the frustrating with all of you to remember he's in it with you. We believe scriptures God breathed, right? So if our creator took the time to exhale these words, what would it feel like for us to inhale this invitation? Take it in. These words from Jesus in Matthew 11. Are you tired? Are you worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything down that's heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Give yourself permission to take a nap, to stretch to do some grounding, to drink a cool glass of water. Let refreshment be part of your regeneration. Thanks for listening. May the voice that calls you beloved be louder than the whispers of shame. If you're ready to learn more, head to our website. And if you're ready to dive in, consider meeting with one of our spiritual coaches. You can find us at regenerationministries.org.